Joining us now in our studios uh, from age-friendly Northfield, we have Cece Lindstroth. Good morning, Cece. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me here yeah. this morning. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, we've got a lot. We were going over what we're going to talk about. And boy, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we do. We do. And I can talk pretty quickly. So I'll do my best to get it in and any questions you might have. Let's talk. Let's start off with uh, Northfield has done a number of surveys and stuff. We have a transportation survey now. And uh, I guess the results, have you had a chance to sort through uh, everything? Well, that's exactly what what we're doing now. Okay. When Nan just was here last month, she talked with you about the gaps analysis mm-hmm. for the home care services in Northfield and the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is we had 349 completed responses. Wow. So I know that's so exciting. People care about this stuff. And so it's now in the hands of Carleton students. They're analyzing the data for us. And then we will make a presentation to the city council about that because age friendly Northfield is a city initiative. Mm-hmm. And we are funded quite generously um, through the city. And so they're always our first report. And then we'll go out probably with things to the community. But tying into that, Jeff, I just want to remind people that the city has its own transportation mm-hmm. survey that's out there now. And it's ending input is for that is ending tomorrow. So people have today and tomorrow. And all you have to do is go into the city website and in the search bar, just put transportation study and it pops right up. So you don't have to do a lot of looking and figuring it out. And it just truly takes a couple of minutes. But it's great information. Yeah. And the bigger the sampling, uh, the better. If you yes. have 349 people uh, in Northfield, that's a pretty good sampling. We were pretty excited about that. And one of the things that you'll hear from all the people that come each month to talk with you about age friendly is that what we found out is that what's good for an 80 year old is also good for an eight year old. So we really feel that with our services, even though we're focused on aging in place and the quality of life for older adults, it really highlights the quality of the whole community. Yeah, hopefully it helps everybody. And I, I yeah. would think, it, why wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I want to tell you about this really cool part of ARP that I'm participating in, and it's called the Rural Lab. And it connects people from all over the country so that we hear about ideas that are working for small places, for big cities, for states. And one of the things that's been really interesting is what's come up on transportation around the country. And in particular, the volunteer program. Um, What we had when we were putting together our survey and looking at the results were people asking about Uber and Lyft. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get Uber? Can we get Lyft? Well, we don't know anything about that. But the Rural Lab has put us in touch with communities that are developing volunteer transit programs because they want to focus on affordable and convenient transportation for people that don't have it readily available, that can't provide their own. And Jeff, what's really cool is there is great technology coming up for these programs. And you don't have to just go to get groceries and doctor appointments. It's really okay to ask for transportation, to go to a movie or hang out with your friends <laughs> at lunch. So, so that was exciting to know that other communities are ahead of us. And when we're ready or when Rice County is ready, that there are going to be models that we can use. Yeah, let's. I want to kind of go off on a little yeah. bit of a tangent on ARP and the resources. I so much to share this morning, Jeff. <laughs> ARP and the resources that they bring. Uh, I haven't, uh, they've been after me for about 15 years to join. I've 
just I never have. <laughs> <laughs> they, they start at an early age, well before 50. Uh, but nevertheless, um, yeah, I haven't. But the resources that they have, they have just a, a vast library of useful information and continue to add to it. Jeff, I can't even tell you because I was one of those people, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not telling you how many years <laughs> yeah. they're after me. But I am. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now. I am a believer. For instance, and this is off my presentation, but I want to go into this. They have now produced for communities and states across the nation a livability study. And when you look at it, it you wonder, how did they get this information on transportation and housing and health and wellness and all of these things? They combined 50 points of data. They used many, many parts of the U.S. Census that I didn't even know were there. And they've gone into all different kinds of, uh, for policies, they can tell you if a community has policies on walking and streets and different things like that because they have this access into these national policy banks and so they have a, a marvelous staff huge staff that put it all together and a little aside northfield has a 60 percent livability 50 percent is the average so i was pretty proud of that <laughs> i was going to ask if you if you've put northfield through the uh, test oh, yet yeah of course I, I zipped right in and put northfield in so yeah and with that, uh, 60% uh, is a great score, above normal, but it's not 100%. So are right. there's, and did you also find out some areas that uh, maybe we uh, maybe had been overlooked or neglected? Well, and transportation came in at 64. Mm-hmm. So we are working on that with the city. We want to make sure that we add to the value of all the work that the city is doing and other organizations that are already out there doing great things to get us to that 60 and above. And so one of the things that we can do is supply information in a timely way to the city to go with the transportation study that's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And then the city is going to be looking at uh, the parks and rec situation in Northfield. That's another domain for age-friendly. So we are looking at like walking because that is huge for older adults and mm-hmm. for everybody, right? So one thing I want to give a big thank, thanks out to is right now in Northfield, we're Minnesota. It's very difficult to walk outside many months of the year. But the high school, the public school has opened the high school for years for walking. And you can walk at 3.30 to 5 in the high school. And here's what's cool, Jeff. Every other place in town with a walking track charges. Mm -hmm. This is free. And it's perfect. If you go to other tracks around town and you pay, whether it's the Dome or the Y, and I don't even know if we can walk at the colleges anymore if we're not connected there, Mm -hmm. but you pay and then you have a certain number of laps. And I think from my very casual research and talking with people, I think it's six laps to a mile. If you go to the high school... It's a little over three, and it's beautiful. You see the artwork that the kids have done. You go around the courtyard. It's warm. It's safe, and we're welcome to it. So I want to give a big shout-out to the high school on that and to the public schools. I didn't know that. Thank you. And it is cool. I know every friend that I have who walks, which is quite a few, thank goodness, (laughs) uh, I've taken them there to show them, and it's it's great, Jeff. Mm-hmm. It's great, and it's free. 
Well, you can't it's be surprised. Free. I know it is. So. Cece Lindstroth, by the way, is with us. We're talking from Age Friendly Northfield. What's ever, what's, what also is happening uh, with uh, Age Friendly? Well, I want to talk with you a little bit about the housing, because as you know, that's huge in our city and in our mm-hmm. area right now. Huge. And so our interest is in providing as much information on as many housing options as possible. So I'm going to give you a little test here. Okay. One of the things through the Rural Lab is that I am uh, able to hear from communities all over the country, and they are doing such things as carriage houses, boarding houses, Fonzie Flats. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> I got you, didn't I? What's a Fonzie Flat? Do a you know? Fonzie Flat. That's it's got to be associated with a garage. There you go. Yeah, okay. See, a, a little apartment above a garage. Well, it now has an official title. <laughs> and uh, a carriage house is for like family members or whatever. If, mm-hmm. if I would go and live with my children and they would renovate a place above a garage or an outbuilding. And then a boarding house is a building that's constructed with like a central kitchen or a central living area, which is the most expensive part, you know, building a house. Mm-hmm. And then there would be different living um, spaces around that. So that's popping up in communities. But the Fonzie flat goes back to the carriage house. That's the one where you charge, where it's not a family member. So I would build it, and then I would charge someone like the Cunninghams did for Fonzie. <laughs> I don't think he was living there free. But I want to tell you one about retrofitting older homes, because you know what a wealth of beautiful older homes we have in Northfield. Absolutely. And Charles City, Iowa, which is um, a community in Iowa about... I think it's about 7,500 people. They had, they put out this opportunity for people who wanted to upgrade their older homes and needed assistance. They had 10 applications that filled everything. They chose three, and this is what is so cool. Then they took them to Iowa State to the architect and architectural, I'm going to get my grammar correct, and design majors, and they put together plans that were then presented to the homeowners. And that was all free to help them age in place, retrofit some of these older homes that are costly. <laughs> oh, so absolutely. That was, that was very cool. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, so the cool thing about ARP is that it's everywhere. And we're part of it. Mm-hmm. And, so, and we want to be, as I said, timely. So, Jeff... I think that's, have I used my 10 minutes up? Because I kind of talked fast and <laughs> shot all my information. I can go back, though, if I've got a couple more minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got all the time we want. <laughs> oh, well, that was a bad I own opening. The place. You that was what? a bad opening. <laughs> but the last thing that I want to talk about is walking in Northfield. Um, in addition to the beautiful situation that the high school has provided for us, there is the fact that we do actually have to deal with walking outside in Northfield. And ARP has this very complete and drawn out kit where people, volunteers, can actually put together a walkability audit of the city. Volunteers can do it. The kit is free and you can spend 15 minutes just watching an intersection or studying an area. You can spend a couple of hours in an area of high congestion and concern. But the volunteers know what to look for. And it's a lot of tally marks like 
who who was walking? What age group? Were they pushing vehicles? Were there bikes? How many bikes? What kind of vehicles? Information that would be of value to the city. I mean, of course, they have so many wonderful ways of gathering um, data, but we could provide this and then hand that to them. And it would give our volunteers, our people in the community, a way to help the city be efficient and effective. And the other thing that is about it is that we want to make sure with the number of volunteers that we have in Northfield, retired older people, that we use them and make them feel like their values count. We have a good percentage of people like me. Not you just. (laughs) I'm older than you. But, um, yeah, it's just a way to feel productive and help in a timely way. So... That walkability study is pretty cool, too. All right. Well, <laughs> Cece, we want to thank you for your time being in here. We certainly appreciate it. look forward to talking to you or somebody from Age Friendly Northfield coming up next month. We're going to do this on a monthly basis now. So uh, all good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, so much. We really appreciate your support of, of Northfield and of us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That, uh, once again, Cece Lindstroth from Age Friendly Northfield. We've got uh, Rich standing by, one final look at local news and traffic coming up. Are you planning a home improvement project or repair? Make sure the contractor you hire is licensed before you sign a contract. This is important because if you suffer a financial loss due to a licensed contractor's misconduct or failure to perform, the Minnesota Contractor Recovery Fund can help you recover up to $75,000. But if you hire an unlicensed contractor, you're on your own. It's easy to verify who's licensed and who's not. Go to HireLicensedMN.com and click on verify a license protect yourself higher license and Chocopee northbound highway 169 has a bit of congestion we're looking at a trip time of seven minutes from highway 101 to 494 